Alexandra Nyamoya Woyi, back for the second part of African Tech Roundup with Caritas Shinsolo, CEO of Kula App. Part 1, Caritas answered broader questions concerning the agribusiness. Part 2, Caritas is giving his take on the production side. But before we dive into this, if you're not yet familiar with our series, let me remind you that Unijua is about offering minimal actionable responses in about 15 minutes or less. You can check our previous episodes where we talked about grass with Muhaki Mundia, whose grass, aka Bracraya, is life-changing for African livestock farmers. In this episode, Kadidas dives into the production side of the agriculture sector by answering questions such as, what are the real pain points in agriculture production on the continent? How can easier access to certified agriculture inputs improve production quality or how can easier access to technical advisory and services improve yields? The concept of pain points is important that, uh, you know, in, in building solutions for, for agriculture, we need to be speaking to pain points. And I think the context that I always like to set is that farmers should really, we should be looking at making agriculture a key driver for our GDP on the continent. And the context I'm using is really farmers who are farming for business, farmers who are farming for profit, who are farming to be commercial. I think the industry up to this point has been very much a hand-to-mouth industry where, you know, a large segment of the continent is dependent on agriculture for their survival. But I think there's an even bigger opportunity to begin embracing benefits embracing good farming practices and getting the right certification so that farmers can get better, more reliable and more sustainable markets. And just going into these pain points, when I first got into the industry, it almost felt like I was traveling back in time. It felt like I'd gone back 20 years, 30 years. I look at the way I order my groceries. I essentially just use my phone and I add everything I want to cut and a guy shows up at my door. If I want to order from my favorite restaurant, I just pick what I want and someone shows up at my door. If I want to find a place to stay, if I need a ride, it's sort of a similar environment that we've gotten used to. But coming into agriculture, you realize that it's almost three decades back because currently, if a farmer is buying fertilizer for their farm, they're moving 10 kilometers in one direction to the fertilizer supplier, to the agrochemical supplier, further more kilometers for crop nutrition products, for crop protection products. And it almost feels like agriculture is a couple of years behind because of the way that things function. And after driving that 10 kilometers, when the farmer arrives at the retail outlet where they want to buy, you find that the product is not available or the price point is too high. And these are all things that they find out only when they get to the door. When you look at transparency around prices, prices for inputs are always changing. So every month, the price for fertilizer may change depending on the environment. And the farmer has to leave their farm, drive several kilometers, and they only find out when they get to that particular point. And then you look at issues like a technical advisory from a production perspective. It's only commercial farmers at the moment that really have access to the right technical advisory. You kind of have the segment of emerging farmers who are farming cabbage because my grandfather used to farm cabbage. I'm farming spinach because my mother used to farm spinach or everyone in the area farms spinach. Whereas if you look on the commercial side, the farmers are making decisions based on data. They're looking at what's the market doing. They're doing soil tests, leaf tests, assessing what's the best possible thing to plant. And currently, 
the access to technical advisory is very limited because of how expensive it is. And the way that a farmer buys is very different to buying on Amazon. A farmer doesn't always know which specific chemical to buy because a technical advisor kind of needs to help work the farm and then give them the right advice in, time in terms of what to buy. And that access at the moment is currently very limited. And the other issue is that there's a huge amount of retail buying um, that happens across the industry, which means that a lot of farmers end up paying a much higher price because you're buying it from the third player in the chain or the fifth player in the chain. So you end up paying an excessively higher price than what you should be. And I think that's one of the key issues uh, for farmers is that it's very difficult to get access to the inputs that you need because you have to drive up and down. There's very little transparency. And because you're buying from the third or, or the fifth person in the chain, the price that you overall pay is quite expensive, which makes it difficult for smaller farmers to become bigger, which makes it difficult for new entrants to move into the industry because it just looks overall difficult. And again, my initial analogy coming into the industry, it really just felt like I traveled back 50 years and it was absolutely amazing. Easier access to certified inputs uh, from certified suppliers can really change the game in terms of a farmer's overall production. And I think this is the problem that we're really trying to solve um, with our inputs app that's currently, that's being released and that we're busy pushing out is to allow any farmer anywhere of any size to have access to the same production inputs that they need and the exact same services that a, a, a commercial farmer would be able to have access to. And part of the reason why a lot of technology products are not doing well in the industry is that the industry works very differently. So for example, a farmer doesn't go on, see a product and then just check out. You know, you almost need to look at them as being agricultural businesses. So they want to see a quotation first and they want to compare quotations across different suppliers. They want to see, okay, Syngenta is going to charge me this much. Monsanto is going to charge me that much. That other company is going to charge me that much. And they want to look at quotations first before they make the purchasing decision. And not only that, farmers buy in cycles. So farmers usually buy in bulk at the start of the season. And I think one of the shocking things, it still shocks me that people have not actually woken up to the industry. I remember when we started, there was a farmer in a township uh, called Deep Salute, um that we started with. And this farmer lives in a shack. And at the start of every season, he would buy about 20 to 30,000 rand worth of inputs. But the way that he buys them is so messy. You know, if you consider the way we've solutioned for delivery for restaurants and so forth, there you're only moving one burger at a time. You know, you're only moving one pasta at a time. Whereas the way that farmers buy at the beginning of a cycle, they tend to buy in bulk. And access to that bulk buying power allows the farmer to focus more on the production side of their business. And what we've essentially done is that we put together partnerships with really major players, both local and international. So we've listed over 3,000 products where a farmer can have access to crop nutrition products, to crop protection products, to implements. They can buy a tractor, they can buy seeds, and they can do all of this without even leaving their farm. They can just add the products to basket and then the product can be delivered directly to their farm. It sounds very simple if you're from the city, but within what's happening in agriculture right now, it's a really sort of revolutionary concept. And the key issue with technology is that, especially technology in Africa, you can't just build a tech solution without the distribution. You know, tech, you can't just put a 
you know, a piece of bandage on, on, on a broken hand. The key lies in distribution. And in order to solution, you have to sort of look at the various key players in the industry, which is something that we learned along the way. And we've had to partner with some of the bigger distribution partners that allow us, especially within a South African context, where a farmer can either get the products delivered to their farm or they can go pick up at one of their nearest depots. And we've needed to plug into a network of about 132 depots at the moment in South Africa. And that allows a farmer to either get the products delivered to their farm or to actually go out um, to pick up an entire basket of products from one location. And that means the farmer is now in a position where they can focus more on the farming. They're spending less time comparing coats. They're spending less time driving around looking to find the correct inputs that they need for their farm. And when it comes to products like ag agrochemicals, the product stewardship element or the product information becomes important. So giving farmers access to information in terms of how to use a specific product, how to apply it, was also a key layer. Because, you know, if you take a chemical, for example, and you pour it on a two liter Coke and it looks like a Coca-Cola, a kid could drink that. You know, even the guidelines uh, regarding that become quite important so that farmers understand what they're applying why they're applying it, and then how does it ultimately affect the outcome of what they're putting on the farm. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to the bigger commercial markets, it's important that you're farming at a certain level of, of quality. But not only that, because farmers can now purchase from various suppliers and they can purchase together as a cohort of farmers, it allows them to get even direct discounts from suppliers because now they're not buying from the third guy in the chain. They're not buying from the fifth guy in the chain, but they can engage with the supplier directly. And the major thing that we've observed is that we looked at the prices that commercial farmers are paying versus the list price or the retail non-bulk prices that we've added on our system when we got these international and local suppliers is that it's only about 3% more than what the, the commercial farmer is paying. But at the moment, at retail, the emerging farmer is paying anything from 20% upwards compared to what the commercial farmer is, is paying. Again, these seem like simple concepts, but when you look at agriculture on the continent, because of the bad PR and the misconceptions about it, it's kind of been left on the side and a lot of innovation hasn't taken place and it feels like you've traveled back in time when you get into the industry. And hence, we need more young people to get in and begin solutioning for it because the, the average purchase amount makes a lot of sense for you to kind of build a model. Farmers that we've started with, you find that when a farmer is sort of testing out the system, they will buy maybe two or three cans of chemicals, and those cans could come up to 15,000 rand. And that's a farmer who's only just testing you out. You can imagine when they're then making their bulk order, how many burgers is that if you had to compare it to some of the food delivery platforms. So the opportunity in agriculture is massive, and allowing farmers to have access to the products they need the information, the delivery, the transparency on pricing and discounts allows them to be more competitive and it trickles back into their bottom line. So the element of technical advisory is a really big thing in, in agriculture and I don't want to make the assumption that people know how it works. Essentially, a farmer doesn't always know what chemicals or what sprays to buy on their farm. They often need someone to do what we call scouting on the farm where they walk the farm pick up what bugs there may be on the farm or even prior to the process of farming. The correct process is for a farmer to gather, for example, soil samples. So take samples of the soil, 
um, even the water samples, and these need to be taken to a lab. They need to be then analyzed. And then those samples will tell the farmer what is the best thing to plant, or if you have a bug on the farm, what is the best way to treat that particular bug. And this is something that only the bigger farmers have had access to up to now, which is part of why the industry is not moving, is part of why the industry is sort of not moving forward. And when you look at how far technology is, we want to assist in terms of allowing a farmer to be on farm, take a picture of a specific bug that they are experiencing, or essentially order a test kit that arrives on their farm that tells them how to collect the samples. And it's not even as expensive as how it may sound on the outside. Again, speaking to the point of of the misconceptions, it's only about 200 rand for a test kit that will lay the foundation of how the farmer is going to plant, you know, overall that entire season. And once this test kit is taken, it gets analyzed. Once it's analyzed, then the feedback will be able to tell the farmer, you know, what they need to plant and how how they need to be able to plant those specific things, which positions them better for them to get the right certification and for them to basically build a business that can be able to supply to the formal market, but not only the formal local market, but also even into international markets. And what we want to do, we want to sort of make it a lot easier, allowing a farmer to engage with certified advisors on the other side that can assist them because the cost to service, the cost of a physical human going on farm and walking the farm is quite expensive. But actually, a lot of this can be done via the phone where a farmer can easily take a picture and say, hey, look, I've got this bug or this thing is happening to my leaf. How do I deal with it? Then someone who is qualified can easily tell them how to deal with it and they can easily be purchased what they need in order to deal with that particular thing. Therefore, leveling the playing field for the commercial guy and for the emerging guy by giving them the same access to those particular services, which up until now have only been reserved for the commercial farmers. And that's why we have such a huge segment of farmers who are living hand to mouth because the route of moving from where they are to commercial stage has not been made clear. And with the inputs app or the production, with our inputs app, we want to essentially assist farmers of any size, anywhere to have access to the same agronomical advice, to the same technical advice. We can even load a program on the system. Essentially what a program is, is something that tells a farmer what chemical they need to apply when they need to apply it, how do they need to apply it, what is it targeting, what are the pH rates, what's the application rate, then a farmer is now in a position where it's not hand-to-mouth, but the decision-making is guided by the data. And I think if we, in implementing that, gets us closer to a point where farmers can supply commercially and not only to local markets, but they can even send their products overseas, which allows them to get access to better pricing and allow them to build better business instead of agriculture being only a hand-to-mouth industry. Hey, community. You can give us your feedback on what you thought of the conversations, interviews by reaching out to us on social media or by leaving a wonderful 60-second voice notes that could be featured in the future. May the best voice win.